friends, I want to welcome you to another edition of On Green River. This is our second edition, and I've been thinking a lot about what I want to do with this podcast, and I really don't know yet. The Lord hadn't fully re- revealed it to me, but I, I am on a good track. I believe I know where He's going with this, and it's something that should have been done long ago. But through my uh, through my disobedience and uh, whatever, uh, it hasn't happened. But now this format's available, and we're going to go with this. I originally said that On Green River would be something, uh, a podcast, to help you be a better neighbor and a better friend. And that's going to be true, but I believe that uh, the good Lord is leading me uh, to try to help uh, you in some way uh, with His Word. And I'm just going to speak to that. I don't know who will be listening to this. I don't know if anyone will listen to this. But that's not that's not for me to decide. That is for the Lord. And uh, we hope that uh, you accept this with uh, open hearts and open minds. And uh, I'm by no means a uh, professional if speaker of any sort, which you already know that by just listening to this few short minutes that I've been here. But I want to talk to you today a little bit about uh, something that's been troubling me, and um, I think that that our world in general, none of this uh, that I say is meant to offend anybody in any way, but the Spirit of the Lord can't be denied. And things are happening today that were never meant to happen. And through our disobedience to the Holy Spirit and to the to the Lord, uh, we see that our world's in a mess. And the main thing I want to speak today about will be mainly towards the men listening. I've been reading a book here in the last uh, couple weeks, and it's called Act Like Men. It's by Pastor James McDonald. And... It's really no frills, and he cuts straight to the chase about what men's biblical uh, guidelines are and that how we fail that. And I believe he's on the right track with what he's teaching and preaching here. And it's painful uh, as man to listen to this and to hear it and to see the, the how we have failed as uh leaders of our family, of our communities, of our churches. Uh, guys, we've let the ball down. We've we've dropped the ball, no doubt about it. And we have placed jobs and responsibilities on our ladies, our wives and our mothers that were never meant to be. There was responsibilities that the women, God bless them, there that have been forced into. That's a man's job. It was never meant for for ladies. The responsibility, the head of the household, the head of the family. That's man's job. And that's not dis. That's not discounting uh, a lady's contributions. See, that's where the media and uh, and Satan, they want to cause strife between the husband and wife 
by provide, uh, placing this competition, if you will, into our lives. Folks, it's not about competition. It's not about who's more qualified to do a job, uh, whether a woman's more qualified to do a job than a man or whether a man's more qualified to do a job uh, than a lady. That's not what it's about. That is not what it's about. The Heavenly Father created us in His image, male and female. The female's to be a help to the, to the man. The husband's to be a help to his wife. This is a team game. This is team sports. Life and family are team sports. They're not separate. They're not competitions in between each other. We're supposed to work together, people. That's the way God intended for it to be. If you will take, just for example, I'm going to use this as a, uh, I'm, I'm not mechanically, you know, oriented too much. I do know a few things. But I'm, I'm going to use this analogy, if, if you'll let me. You take an engine in a vehicle. All the parts must, must function together in unity. And at the right time and at the right place, each part moves. And in that, that movement, it creates power. And it gets the job done, whether it be in a passenger car, whether it be in a uh, construction uh, vehicle. But all the parts have to work together in order to get the job done. If one thing's out of, out of time, if the timing gets messed up, then the engine collapses and it fails. And that's what we see happening to our families today. We see the, the competition of the, the feminist movement. You know, uh, there's nothing to be ashamed of about being uh, proud of who you are. We celebrate, ladies, and you should be proud because the good Lord knows without you, this world would be a mess. But we as men have unfairly placed things on you that you didn't ask for a lot of the times. But yet the, the, uh, the feminist movement, and uh, it's nothing more than... than uh, fed by Satan, that they are trying their best. And well, and I'm on. I'll repeat. I'll correct myself on that. I'm sorry. I'll correct myself on that. The devil is trying to drive a wedge of division between us, and he's doing a pretty good job of it. But we've got to work together, guys. We have got to step up. We have got to step up and take our place as the heads of the household. And that doesn't mean that we're to be a tyrant or a bully or, you know, a dictator. But, men, we are accountable to our, accountable to our family. When we stand before God and we give an account of our life of what we've done, 
whether it be good or bad, we're going to account for what we've done with our family and about what uh, our leadership roles and where we failed or where we excelled and the lives of our children. Were we the Christian witness and the Christian father that we were supposed to be? People have downplayed the severity of what's at risk here. People are dying and going to hell every day because the great deceiver Satan has minimalized sins. That's uh, not so bad. Oh, everybody's doing that. Listen, just a little won't hurt. I heard a really good sermon by Dr. Charles Stanley the other day on uh, on just that subject, how the devil deceives us, how he, he tricks us and, and taunts us and leaves us just in a mess. But he tells us that just a little won't hurt. It's what he told Eve in the garden. God said, if you eat of this tree, of you, you shall surely die. What did the devil say? Uh, something might happen, but you surely won't die. They had it made. They had it absolutely made. But the lies of Satan cost them and every generation since has cost us our lives. But folks, we've got to do better than what we're doing. We have been told that if we stand up and represent ourselves as men, that we're we're chauvinist, that we're misogynist, that we're uh, we're just terrible people because we're men. That's what the great Satan is telling everyone, and a lot of people are buying into it. We've got to step up, guys. At no matter what the cost, no matter what the risk. The old saying in sports, no pain, no gain. Well, there'll be pain and there'll be tribulations and there'll be trials. And they'll be brought forth by people who we think love us or people that we thought were our friends. They will accuse us of this and accuse us of that. But friends, it's for the cause of Christ that we have got to stand as men and take our, our country back, be the dads that we need to be, the fathers that we need to be, the husbands we need to be. We should put our wives up on a pedestal and honor them with everything. Our glory to God should come first. Our wives and our families should come right shortly after that. But I see so many families today that just do their own thing, go their separate ways. There's not much of a family there. Other than the record in the court, in the courthouse that shows that they're married. They don't go to church. They don't attend functions together. 
They're just kind of drifting along. When we need unity and we need teamwork and we need service to God. It pains me to see the trouble that our nation is in, the things that our children are being exposed to, the things that are coming true that the Bible says will come true in the end times. And it's painful. But now more than ever, we need Christ. We need Him in our families and in everything we do. We need to know God we need to know as much about God as we can possibly learn that, that He will reveal to us. And friends, if you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, I'll ask you today to seek out someone to help you and that you'll pray right now, that you'll just pray that if you believe that Jesus Christ was the Son of God and that you're a sinner, if you'll just pray, say, Father, forgive me, for I've sinned, and I need you in my life, and I turn my life over to you. I turn away from the evil things that I've been doing, the sin nature that I've been in. I want to turn away from that with your help. Please forgive me of my sins, Father. And he'll do it. I was raised up in a place where we we were taught that uh, in order to get saved it was a matter of praying through they called it and we had to um, basically beg and plead with god to save us and it's not that hard if you're sincere really sincere about what you, what you mean that you want to turn away from sin and accept christ as your savior it's as simple as you asking Him, and He'll do it. Jesus didn't die on that cross to make it hard for you. He went to the cross to make it easy for you to get saved. Now, it's not going to be easy afterwards, because as soon as you accept Christ, the devil's going to come against you and accuse you and try to lead you back into your old way. It's like this parable about the seeds being sown on the hard ground. Sure, they come up quick, but when the sun come out and baked them a little bit, they soon withered and died. And it's the same way with some people that, that claim to know Christ. They they come out with in a blaze of glory, but when the going gets tough, they fade and you never hear from them again. And we pray that that's not the case in your life. But so, so often it does happen. But with diligent prayer, seeking a God-fearing uh, and Bible-believing church, you can do this. A very disturbing thing that, that I heard the other day was a lady told me that her granddaughter was about to start preschool in a city in Kentucky. And that the parents got a letter from this preschool teacher saying that her students would not be identified as a boy or a girl, that they were all going to be purple dinosaurs. That's right, folks, purple dinosaurs. 
denying the very act of nature, the very thing that God created, the devil's hard at work. And we see it by this little example. This is just one. This is in Kentucky. I'm sure it's that worse, that bad or worse in other places. But friends, we've got to be diligent. And men, we have got to step up. I don't, like I say, I don't know who's hearing this. I don't know if anyone will. But this is something that the Lord has laid on my heart to say. And I'm doing his, his bidding. If you do hear it and you like it, drop me an email. GreenRiverGreg at gmail.com. All lowercase, GreenRiverGreg, one word, at gmail.com. I'll help you any way I can, friend. And guys, we're in this together. And like I say, this is nothing to demean women in any form or fashion. It's an apology to women in the way I see it for neglecting our duties as men. Friends, I hope that this has been a help to you. I know I feel better since I've brought it. I ask you forgive my stumbling ways and my poor grammar. But I'm just an old Kentucky boy here on the banks of Green River, and that's the way things are, and I'm not going to change now. I feel like there will be more of these, these messages. I believe there will be. I feel like this is how the Lord is leading me. And so we're going to go with that. But friend, like I say, if it's helped you in any way, I praise God for that. And I hope you keep praying for me. I'm not asking for no money. This is just something I'm doing to honor the Lord. But I pray every, everything that I've said would be nothing but a help to you. And with that, I want to end with this. Father God, I just ask you now... As I close this podcast, Lord, this is something that you have asked me to do. I feel it in my heart. I feel it as sure as anything. And Father God, I just want to thank you for providing me a place to do this at and a venue to do it. And Lord, I just pray that there would be nothing but positive from this message and that there be someone out there that it would help, not for my glory. Father God, no, no, not for my glory at all, but that you, your name, the name of Jesus Christ and the name of our great creator, God, would be lifted up and glorified in this. And Father, we just ask now that I want to pray for everyone that hears this, Lord, whatever they're going through, whatever trouble they have, Lord, that you'll be with them and you'll guide them through it. And Father God, the men, if any men listen to this, Lord, that you would convict them and make them want to seek you, Father, and be the man that you created us to be. Lord, I just ask you again for the thanks, to thank you, and thank you for everything you do for us, Lord. And Father, forgive us where we fail you, because we know our failures are many, but you're a loving and a forgiving God and a patient God, and we thank you so much for that. In Christ's holy, holy name we pray. Amen, amen. Friends, until next time, this is Greg.
on the banks of Green River. <laughs>